curb. Word on the curb. Word on the curb. Word on the curb. Word on the curb. We trying to make the quarantine booze we have work. Hi, everybody. It is Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. It's Bit Silk with the drunk milk. Honey, we are here lit, drunk at the quarter brown to give y'all the word on the curb. Why do we even call it the word on the curb? Word on the curb, because that's what uh, the neighborhood, everybody talks. We're in LA. Everybody know each other, each one to each one. And we're going to get a word on the curb. we just going to tell you the, the curb. truth. You know what? We're just going to talk about what everybody's we talking about. We just give it the, the good gossip, honey. The good tea. Because when we get up and drink our uh, we, we get up and drink our what you call it, eat our collard greens, you know. And we sit on the porch and we, we talk sit on the porch everybody. and we talk to everybody every morning. We get up in the morning, we talk to get all the people. We give them the word on the curve. Everything on the WeHo. Everything going on the WeHo and you know and everything for sure. You already know. You already know. <laughs> Today, the word on the curve is relationships, hookups. Relationships, hookups, dating as a person that is in the public eye after drag race, our experiences before drag race, compare and contrast the shit that we're going through. And we are just going to take this time to get this off our chest. And hopefully we give a free therapy session for y'all, for all, for flaws and all. Like Beyonce said, I'm a train wreck in the morning. I'm a gangster when I leave. Ooh. Right now, me and Silky are going through this quarantine, single-ish, struggling-ish, bored-ish, a lot, a lot, a lot. We, we have been, we, we have done everything under the sun from jumping jacks, flips, splits, running up and down to the 7-Eleven, back and forth to the Target. We are running out of options. We're living together. We are living together. We are miserable. We are ready to snatch each other's eyes out of each other's head. But the good thing about it, because we're under quarantine, we don't talk to each other until 3 p.m. in the, in the evening. So that's yes. enough time for us to wake up, shower, shit, shave. shave. And get ourselves together. Our sleep pattern has been fucked up. Fucked. Bored out of our mind. We done seen everything from Tiger King, everything on Netflix. But we have also drank everything. So if you are our alcohol sponsor, we have drank literally about 10 bottles of Hennessy. We've drank six bottles of Bacardi. And they have even liked our post on Instagram, but ain't sent us no gift card or no package shit. And we also drink a lot of Crown Royals. So if you drink, if you don't want to fuck the Crown, Crown Royals, listen <laughs> up to Crown Royals. Crown Royals. We like Crown Royals. Crown Royals Eppers. And we like Crown Royals Perch. So please sit up because we have drank literally everything. Under the sun, honey. And Patrons. We drink yes! a lot of Patrons. We have been drink. We choose a liquor. And we we just demolish it. <laughs> yeah, we pick a bottle and the bottle's going down. It's going down. And if we would have saved the bottles, we would have a fierce graveyard up here. <laughs> I've been saying it for a while, but Vanjie don't want us to look like alcoholics. So, so we can sit here, drink, talk about it together, and sign out. What's the word on the curb? I, but I'm, you know what? I'm glad we're in quarantine together, so we we can laugh and get drunk on live and. 
Could you imagine just, me being in quarantine by myself? Oh, I'd you be calling already, you all day. Yeah, I would have been like, "Come to LA or come to Vegas or whatever." I would have because yeah, like it, it was getting even. We were trying to Facetime, trying to figure out how to do a three-way Facetime. Right. So yeah, I was here alone for like the first two or three weeks because Vanjie was in Vegas, uh-huh. but we had just moved here, so it was a lot of unpacking and a lot of figuring out. Oh, it was like so fresh. So I didn't know how long the quarantine was going to be. We didn't know. We, I was hoping the quarantine was going to be a couple of weeks. We get a couple of weeks off. We get back to work. Silky, we need to talk about something. I want you to tell a few stories to everybody, to the listeners. Let's do a cheers. I'll give you a story. Tell me, baby. Give it to me. There was one uh-huh. where, okay, so I was talking to a boy I met at a, during a pageant. Uh-huh. We started talking and kicking, and then we find, uh, you know, I finally decided to go on a trip to visit him in Texas. Uh-huh. I went, I was going to spend the weekend, like maybe like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I spent all those days. And then the last night, Sunday night, before I left on Monday morning, we went out, we got, you know, kikied and whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we went out, everybody was drunk. Drunker than a quarter brown. What's new? Right. And girl, I don't really know what happened, really, like, you know, because I was pretty gone with the wind. But... We went to this little Chinese restaurant that stayed open 24 hours all night. Everybody goes there after they drink and stuff. Uh-huh. And he introduced me to a friend that was doing the most. Like, oh, you're with so-and-so. And da 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 They had something going on previously. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I sit down. The first hint, the first inkling was the motherfucker sat across from me, not next to me. I'm like, okay, what's the tea? So I'm minding my business, like ordering my drink, ordering mm-hmm. what I'm about to order, trying, you know, whatever. The guy across was started saying some shit, you know, kind of irked me, like, "Oh, what's your, t- you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you quiet?" And da da yeah, bitch, I was quiet because I was already like feeling uncomfortable. So at this point, I was thinking, like, bitch, what the fuck did I come over here for? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm like, why did I do this? So he kept saying some shit, and bitch, I had to pick up those. They had these big old waters, and you know how it said, "Shoot." Chuck, right to Basketball him. Basketball wipe style. Right. Then I, get, I picked up the one next to me. Chuck, right again. And Love then the I had flipped the motherfucking table. All the Chinese food. When I tell you the motherfuckers was running like this, I got Zilla, bitch. All hell broke loose. Everybody was running around, screaming and yelling. They picked me up. Then, you know, I'm mad now because I'm like, bitch, now nah, we about to fight. So I'm jumping over the table trying to get to him. They pulled me out. They escorted them out from the back. They kicked me out the restaurant. I didn't have to pay for my tab. That was a good part. Bitch, I was eating, you know. But I feel like everybody that I ever dated or situationship or hooker, it's always some random ass set story. Like, random. All my fuck bodies. I don't know why. Do you get on the apps and, like, have random hookups a lot? No. No? No, not at all. Like, this one boy I was with, he was a hookup. No, I had a fuck buddy for 10 years. Like, I'm one that, I, I like consistency. So, like, fuck buddy like that was? Yeah. So, like, really, if I, like, if I let what you come I... over one time, I'm really interviewing you to see if you can come on the regular. Uh, family members, tune in. Come on. Uh-uh. Because you know my mama knows that she be there. All my business. Okay, so I was, had this, you know, this. Uh, a regular. A regular. That, you know, like lingerie. And when we first started, it wasn't like a thing. No, and it's not that he liked lingerie. He likes putting on. He liked wearing it. Like, you know, like there's some guys, they like wearing lingerie. 
And he was one. No, there ain't some guys. There's a few. Is that one? There's a few that like lingerie. Oh, so you've had a few. No, but if you it's, type is it, that like a group that no, they have a chat? No, it's just like a fetish. If you type lingerie into like any of those uh, pornographic websites, it'll come on. Okay, I can believe that. But I'm like... It's almost like a form of cross-dressing. I want to know how he maneuvered his way into having you believe that him in lingerie was sexy. In bed. I would have been like... And, I, it, and he's wearing full-on like... And to each his own. But for me, bitch, and I know you're humor, you would giggle. I did. Like, I the know first you did. Time, and like, I tried to like rip the bra off him. But he got turned on by that shit. He didn't like, like he got turned on. Like I was trying to rip the, like trying to rip the, like take it off. Like, oh my god! No, I wasn't trying to take it off. I was trying to rip the thing so he won't wear it anymore. Right. But he got Damn turned it. on by it, and I still didn't break the motherfucker. But he he was he was into that type of shit, you know. And then it was one time that he bought me lingerie. He wanted me to wear it too. And I now re- were you in drag? No, I was Reggie, straight up Reggie. Go over there and be in lingerie. Right. It's it's a fair. Now, if it was like if they wanted me to wear like maybe like silk boxers and like a long like TLC, but like a bowl, you know. Yeah. But because of me, for me, I separate. I don't put on lingerie. But I don't know. Maybe but it's a fetish. Like there are if, some straight married men that want to put on lingerie, and they want to have sex with their wife, right? In it because like it's just their that their fetish. I get it. I just think maybe if it was the right person, then maybe I would experiment. I don't know. I mean, I would giggle because I laugh at everything. Like, bitch, if something happens in the middle of the session, I'm like, I will laugh. I will giggle. I will say something stupid. But and you're like, you can never be serious. But for me, it was always like that. It was like, fuck it. It was like, I got to a point where I was just like, this is a part of him. And I liked him. So like, so you were if this is going to okay. be like a part of him and I like him, and this is dick on the regular to make him happy. I don't mind doing it. And no, I mean it has to be a reason. I know there yeah, has to be a reason why. I say, I mean, listen, a hole is a hole. Any hole is a goal. <laughs> now, I know about that, but I'm saying, like, you know, you have any horror date stories where they try to like dine and dash, or something happens, you go on a date, they don't look the same, like Alison Mousy. No. Or the um, sad thing about me is, and I, I think this is a situation that nobody really know. I used to not date men out the closet. Oh. That's why, like a lot of the girls here, think that I was going to transition because that's like one of the signs. It's like a gay boy date boys that are in the closet. You don't think it's the eyeshadow and pink lipstick that you have on now? I don't have pink lipstick on. Yes, you do. I have a pink nude. You have pink lipstick, baby. So I used to like literally only talk to guys that wasn't out the closet. And like, how would you manage? Because we'll always be friends. But were they like, because there was a point, like I came out because I started dating somebody in high school that was out. Mm-hmm. I was in the closet, but you could tell I was gay, bitch. I was like, you know, but there were so many gay, gay boys in my school. I just didn't want to say it, but you know, it wasn't like, it was like a, like, why you don't come out? You know, like people, like I could come out. I just didn't do it. So I came out because of a boy, even though everyone pretty much knew. Mm-hmm. So, like, were they, could you tell they were, or they were like, like, you wouldn't even notice. They no, were. we would start off as friends first. 
it was, but you, they, they looked straight and they act straight like they were. They like, act straight. Only had girlfriends. It wasn't like when they're in the closet and you can tell. Right. No, they're like straight. I used to date like thugs and athletes. Very that thugs and athletes. That's all I used to date. Thugs and athletes. You got the flames. I would wish there was a there was one time there was these twins that they are still in high school. Cowboys with a K. Yes, honey. Cowboy Jake. And there was these twins. What the the twins was giving it? There was one twin, the fine twin. Uh huh. I know he wanted it. You should have gave him a piece. Oh, well, I ain't say I didn't. And bitch, every pep rally, you know, I was in the dance team. He said, and I would perform extra hard, extra hard to the corner. Oh, when you saw him. That's why every Friday I would say to the teacher, can I please any extra credit so I can get my grade? Because you have to have a, the app, you know. A certain you have, GPA. Yeah, you got to have a certain thing. So by before Friday came, by Wednesday, I'm like, can I get some extra credit? And most of the teachers, because I was cool with the teachers. Like, they liked me. I was just mouthy. They'll say, I'm going to move your grade up for the weekend because there's no... I'm going to move your grade up for Friday because there's nothing you can do right now that's going to make a change. Uh-huh. But this is what you need to do for, like, the following weeks. Bitch, will move my grade up. I'll be performing. Pop, pop that booty. Booty, shake, shake, shake. Just for that boy. Just for them dick. The dick make you want to... Dick will make you want to get your grade up. Dick will make you want to graduate. Dick will make you want to behave. Dick... We can't say dick like that. Fuck them. <laughs> they know what dick is. Like, I'm going to know what you... Like, Kahana, what was the... Okay, because I knew in the beginning you were feeling Kahana. In the first episode, you actually were giving Kahana lap dance and all that. And then, you know, they didn't... The, you were doing a lot with Kahana. I was Let's interested. Say that. I was interested. You were extremely interested. You weren't even trying to make your peppermint alpha. You was out there trying to get some peppermint dicky. <laughs> I was interested. Kahana... Was it because you, like, what was your... Kahana had a... I, let me tell you something. I do not like drag queens. Like, I know people a, say that's a preference. A is she not a drag queen? No, she's a drag queen. She's a drag queen. I I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not usually into feminine guys. I really like really masculine guys. But something about Kahana just made me want to open up my heart. I think it was the first time I saw her out of drag. Because y'all can remember, I didn't remember Kahana's name, but I was going to say anything I could to get close to it. Kahana, Kalua, uh, Kalani. Come fuck me. Come, come fuck me. You know, that could have been it. And, but I, at the same time, being a competitive edge, I was trying to uplift Kahana too. And Kahana does have that, like, her boy is like, she's, she's like, very boy. And her drag is her And drag. she's very girl. But yeah. it's something about the way she talked and the way she was kind that I really liked Kahana when we, when we, first was on the show and I, I really did and afterwards I wanted something more but I don't it just never happened because I think Kahana was looking for something else and I was looking for something I don't know what it was I want you want I may have up, some crazy you wanted something up in there that's true I may have some crazy like set stories and everything but I don't get it often like I get my reset but I call it my reset button I get my reset button pushed once a year and I'm okay with it and it was about that time, and Kahana was looking nice. I'm not gonna lie, looking real nice, but it just didn't happen. And was it um, her, her her horoscope outfit? No. Oh, you mean out of drag? I I when we did the promos, me and Kahana spent a lot of time together. Oh, I remember. But you know, like it just 
nothing ever came from it. Like, like the night we went, we went to go eat at. I think it was was the Wild Wings. Or something. Oh, it was Hooters, one of the, Hooters. Hooters. It was one of the restaurants, and you didn't eat nothing because you thought there might be a little bit of a little hope. And there was nothing. And I got a text late at night saying I went to the front desk to get some cookies because I didn't eat and there's nothing open. And I said, "Good night, bitch." But she's fine. She's a good friend now. And, you know, we we talk and we chat, communicate. So it's good. But, you know, like, I don't think anything is there. Um, I can tell you what I'm looking for. I even made a list. But of- okay. Okay. But be real. Okay. Now go through that list. But now that better be not like a uh, shallow. No, you can criticize my list. No, but you know, you're not. You have to be. Because you don't know what. It's a long list. I don't know what I'm going to end up with, but these are the qualities so that be I shallow. Want. They're not shallow. It's things that I, I, I have myself. Okay. I, I can't actually do anything that I'm not willing to give or have myself. So this list must be prepared to build an empire. You're going to be my husband, my mate. You got to be motivated. Like, say, if we're going to get, we say we're going to buy houses and flip them. You, we got to do something. You got to be a romantic because I'm very romantic. Um, do without asking. And when I say do without asking, I'm one often, if I see something in a store and I think you may like it, I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to give it for you. Um, you got to be a protector. You have to accept me for my career. Wait, when did you make this list? I made this list. My sister-in-law asked me to make this list because Pooh. she, yeah, Pooh asked me to make this list because she said the type of person that I am People see the crazy silky, but people don't see the silky with the heart. Yeah, I and always say that too. I'm very giving, and I am one. And I don't want to make this as an excuse, but because I didn't date gay boys, I allow certain things, you know, and I shouldn't have. But okay, a protector has to accept me for my career. No clout chaser. I would prefer, but it's not always you be tall. Because I like to look up at my men. I, don't, I like to feel dainty. So in a perfect world, but if not, it's okay. Yeah, it's not okay. Kind and family oriented. I'm very close to my family. And if you're not close to your family, you better be ready to make my family a part of yours. Because yeah. you know my family. Right. They roast and toast, honey. Uh, want kids. Can hold an intellectual conversation. Because I'm one that loves to talk about politics and what's going on. Uh, has a career or working on a career or uh, hard work and willing to attend therapy because I'm one that will go to therapy. I need them to be able to go to therapy. Pray for me more than they pray for themselves because I pray. She need the prayer. I, I really do. And I know, but that makes it. I pray for that? my partner more than that I pray for it... myself because I want you to be more successful than me. You're and I hopefully person. you make me more successful than you. So we're always pushing each other. Uh, sexually adventurous and whatever you want to take on that lingerie <laughs> appreciates vacation and small gestures I like to travel before drag race I was traveling and doing my own thing even if it's up to the block to the uh, uh, circle K and down to the, the circle in the back you know to the store and back that's an adventure we holding hands and we talking that's an adventure <laughs> um, I'm almost uh, someone that doesn't add to my insecurities but you know, being plus size, I do have insecurities like everybody else. And I always, in a relationship, I always question until you make me feel comfortable. 
are you okay with someone plus size? Are you okay with someone feminine? Because I'm very those two. And I, even though I have my masculine aspects that come out, I am very feminine. And I accept that about myself. Now, and I accept that I'm not going to be a size two, even though I am in my mind. What about your list? Because we're not going to talk about these dudes that I'm talking to. Ain't no, like, list. It's like, bitch, you can make me laugh. You have to have, like, family needs to be important to you. Mm-hmm. And you need to have some kind of goal, mindset. You are working towards something. You have some aspirations in life. Uh-huh. You want to do something with mm-hmm. yourself. I just had to make my list. Yeah, but you also need to make a list about you. Because you be sometimes, you are very, I don't think you even under, like notice how you can be very, it's good, but at the same time, you have to fill people out. Because you are very shooter. You will start saying shit. I'm like, you just met the motherfucker. That's very true. I- and it's not a bad way. It's good, but you can also sometimes be your own person that's blocking my the blessing, yeah, because you're shooting it down. You're not even giving a chance before it even unfolds. You're already like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go through those things, even if they are horrible or whatever, or just like people you talk to, like you entertaining these people that you know damn good and well. But you need to go through that, you know. That's true. So don't be your own, you know. Because sometimes I see you on the thing, I'm like, damn. Oh, you are really feminine, or you're really like. At the end of the day, we're all gay. We all mm-hmm. get fucked and we're all like dick and balls and all that. And then they're coming up to you probably already halfway scared because, you know, you're been on TV and all this shit. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, I, she probably didn't even want, you know, they're going to have these insecurities. You don't want people to be judging you off of shit they've seen or off of that. You don't, you, you need to do the same every time. It's the truth because I be watching. I be like, Lord, that's the first thing she always say to somebody. Oh, you too gay. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm like, you're a woman. You're a woman. I'm like, what you think they're looking at you thinking? And don't be, you know, they if they're opening, if they're opening, and you still feminine. <laughs> I, I I am very too quick to judge. And part of it's because, and there's a couple of things that I realized about myself this year, especially watching myself on TV. And I realized that I have a really hard exterior because I have been my own cheerleader my whole life. Sometimes it's unconsciously um, being a defense mechanism for myself. And sometimes I think I unconsciously try to put people through a test to see if you can deal with me from the very beginning. But because it's so weird because a lot of the guys that I talk to end up saying like, you're nothing like what you were when I first met you. Let me say this real quick. Let me stop you. Because to me, this is how I think about it. You, first of all, like you've gone through stuff. We all go through stuff, mm-hmm. but you cannot treat somebody you meet like they've done you dirty because you what you've gone through. So it's hard sometimes you want to be like, let me see your phone because I already know. And that's the defense. But you have to check yourself and be like, stop treating this person because all you're going to do. And I've done this like numerous of times where I've run people off because of things I've gone through and mm-hmm. I'm already jumping Oh, I already know how this works. And that's what, and you can't do that. You have to start fresh every time. The one thing that I've learned since being on RuPaul Drag Race is intentions matter. And for me, until I find out what your true intention is, I'm going to pick and I'm going to dig all the time. And that often stops things. So, um... That's a defense mechanism. Yeah. It really is. And it's partially because I I dated this guy that told me one thing, but did like a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
that had really had hurt me to my core. And I will say this, with that one, you did give it a chance. I, I really did. But in the same token, when you started seeing red flags, you still, I still, gave still tried to, and you were almost being a little bit like turning a blind eye. Like you were like, no, but, no, but, mm. and, and, you know, that's where I think it got a little bit out of control. I think it was Texas or somewhere. I was doing a show and he was going to be there for work. And so I told, you know, Silky, we were all talking about it. And Silky said, I'm going to come because he's there. You're there. I'm off. It'll be fun for all of us to hang out and I can stay. He didn't really show interest when I was there with Silky. And I'm really protective over my friends. And I'm like observing. And I'm like, he don't really seem like he's not really engaging with Silky, trying to talk and all this. And, you know, you don't when you're like talking long distance, when you meet the when you get to hang out with the person in person, you're usually invested in wanting to talk and chit chat. Nine times out of ten, the person don't even want to be at the club. They want to be like, let me go and be pull you to the side. So he wasn't really invested. He was just trying to get drunk, have fun, carry on with his friends. So that was a little bit of red flags. So red flags started happening. Silky was kind of like letting things happen. Like she was kind of like, okay, well, maybe if, maybe if, which is good because that means you're still like giving nah, people the benefit foolish. of the doubt. But at a certain point, when became, even everybody that's like outside are telling you, like, Wait I a was minute. extra foolish. But it's okay. But uh, but you can't. The thing is, that's fine if you go through that and you've learned. But you can't like, you have to let that go as well. Right. That's the only issue. But anyway, so like the boy was like being shady and messy. He came to visit me in LA. And everything, the whole trip was a it disaster. Was bad, yeah, like from the moment I got home, like everything was a disaster. Like yeah. to the point to where, like one point, I didn't want to be around him, and I was just like, he'll be gone soon. And then when he left, the way he was acting on Instagram kind of confirmed that for me. And so when I had, I went all the way in, like I, and do, I think this was a, probably like the first public. Like you felt like played, like, and it was like the first because all the other guys were like, like anything that happened, there was always like, this was like the first, right after Drag Race, you're public, you you're putting yourself out there, and I think that's why it hurt you even more. Mm-hmm. And you were really invested. And you were like, I'm trying something out. I can tell you were really, you know, it, it had really took me through. Like that had really took me through. He tried to come back in my life a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And that final time, I had to tell him that I think that you are a terrible human being because the way you treated me show only that that you you have to be a terrible human being for how you treated me. And at this point, if you see me in public, don't say hey and don't even look at me. And part of that's like being like a Capricorn too, because Capricorns well, we were was a Capricorn. She went through a lot of shit we too. we will take a lot of shit. We'll take a lot of shit. But in our mind, once we say that we are done, it's, it's no coming back. Yeah, I remember Silky going through it, and there was a point where I kind of like I was like, it, I think it was me and Akira, like you know everybody. It was both of y'all. We were all were like, we kind of like okay, we're gonna step back because we told her you have to go through. What, it don't matter, you know, you have to go through what you got to go through because you finally did decide to open up and were like, I'm gonna date outside of like what I normally date, because I normally date like guys that are super straight, and da-da-da-da-da. Um, don't let that, like, stop you from, like, keep 
opening up and trying to meet other people. And mm-hmm. and that boy, honestly, he's he just like, he's it. lost in his own. He don't even know what, he's just like. Because he even said that to me like later he's on. Lost. He was just like, he apologized because he's just going through a bad time. I'm just like, hey, all the time is a bad time. Yeah, he, exactly. That's my thing. He just, he's trying to find himself. At a certain point, he's going to be like, damn, I would, he's going to start dating people. They're going to do him dirty. Mm-hmm. And he's going to wish that he but had somebody that was right to die. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, when I'm dating, I'm extra monogamous and I'm very, very right to die. Right now, I'm craving some uh, banana, banana, uh, banana pudding cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm craving red velvet. <laughs> I used to like want to force it. But at this point, I ain't forcing nothing else because I have to remember at the end of the day, I always say this what God has for me is for me. And if it's for me, it's going to be for me. If it ain't, because you get bored too. Yeah. Some days you want to eat your coat leg. That's right. <laughs> Bitch. Okay. So when we're out of this quarantine, I want to know what is your fantasy? What is your ideal? What is your, what is your like, the date? What kind of date? You want the PG version or the real version? I want y'all, as soon as we're out of quarantine, what is your ideal date? Period. I want him to come pick me up from here in his car and I want to go into the back of the, the garage and I want to have sex in the back of the car. In the summertime? In the summertime. He keep the air conditioner on. Wait, wait, wait. So, now, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Because I have to stop you right there. Because I, I, th- I talked this whole... Time. Hold on. Your ideal day. As soon as quarantine is done. I've been telling you my whole day. You want to get fucked. I wasn't done. But why in the heat? Why you don't bring him in? I wasn't done. I want... I'm trying to find the method to the madness. Go I want to go into the garage and do it on the back seat. Because Trans- I want to feel dainty. Transformer. Yeah. I want to feel dainty. And then when we're done, I want you to take me to the Capitol Grill if I can get my $65 steak I like. Mm. With, uh, I don't even like oysters, but I would even get, I would order the oysters just because with the shrimp, they got a good shrimp appetizer. Snow, snow crab legs. The snow crab legs. Crown, uh, uh, ball. Just know my meal going to be $400. And make sure you go subscribe and listen to Word on the Curb. Every Friday, 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 Friday.